didn't have to be so nice. I would have liked you anyway. I see daisies, I see grass wandering through, a little picnic. You see me dancing, slow yeah. motion through the, that was my vacation kind of. last week, holding hands with the <laughs> Apple model. I did. Uh, yeah, well, it's such happy times in the markets, why not? Jeff Crumpleman joins us right now, Chief Investment Officer, uh, Riverpoint Capital Management joined us uh, with a look at these these happy-go-lucky markets. Uh, Jeff, uh, with my week off last night, I missed nothing but a lot, a lot, of, a lot of love, huh? <laughs> Well, I could, we had some more happy-go-lucky news today, you know, just with the uh, manufacturing data that came out. And that we set, you know, record levels. We haven't seen this since, uh, I think, 2004. So that's, I think, making people feel pretty happy uh, today in the market again. So having said that, and here we are, how many years into uh, this move up in equities, um, what's your outlook for the equity markets? So whenever we uh, answer that question, you know, we always put it in the context of we look at three things. We look at fundamental drivers of the economy and the market, we look at valuation levels, and we look at the technical price trends. And arguably two of those three, the fundamental drivers and the technical price trends, are very positive. So that has us leaning uh, to the positive. We feel like we will get a good finish this year, albeit that uh, valuation, I wouldn't say it's expensive. I would say it's, you know, fair or reasonable. So as long as those other two elements are as they are, uh, you know, it's a pretty nice backdrop for the market overall. And at the individual stock level, I think we do find attractive opportunities still. Well, I would argue one can always, but uh, on an individual stock level, but uh, the market writ large, uh, you've got you know price to sales ratio in the S and P at levels we haven't seen since 1999 or 2000 even, uh, and I and I wonder you know what you make of that particular metric which is offsited when people are talking about expensive stocks. So as a group, we just feel like it, it's almost like it's accepted fact. It's a default that the markets are expensive, and and folks will talk about. Uh, the you know adjusted PE ratio or the CAPE as it's known CAPE you know we look at PE ratios on next year earnings and when we've had inflation and rates at these levels this is absolutely normal it's very normal and to be expected to see 17 or 18 times earnings and but and next year's get... earnings number is always high like it's always high the numbers are always coming down no, but... well. You know, this year is is that wasn't the case. Uh, earnings have come up through the year. They've been revised positively, and there's been a beat. I think Q3 is another example, and and those are moments where I think you want to embrace uh, the fundamentals. Where yeah, it's expected that earnings might be up about six percent. I think we're set up for a beat. You're going to see earnings probably come in eight or nine percent uh, in terms of uh, growth this quarter. Uh, the investors react positively. Jeff, having said all of this, so you're obviously you're. It sounds like you're, you know, fair to say, safe to say that you're upbeat here on the equity environment. You have, however, lightened up on Fang stocks again. Is this just a valuation thing? So where we've lightened up again, it's selective. This is where you know it's a market of stocks, not a stock market. And I think one of the things that I've mentioned uh, in the past is that the, the Fang stocks that we've participated in and we've benefited from this year. Uh, we just do feel like there are some valuations, uh, Google being one of those, that 
the PE has continued to expand, and sentiment is shifting negatively. There are some regulatory headwinds, perhaps, on that front, some political issues with uh, some of the fake news that maybe you know they're perceived as feeding a little bit. So um, I think that we're, we're moving into other areas that we find uh, very, still very attractive and, and much cheaper. Can I ask you a Facebook question that came up? I've been, this has been put to me a couple times, and I don't have an answer. But since you follow it so carefully, do you? What are the odds? And and I, I won't let you say zero that Mark uh, Zuckerberg runs for president. And then what does that do to your investment thesis? I've actually seen that. And of course, he absolutely uh, you know denies that, and he. Uh, I, I don't think that uh, it, it's. Uh, it's not a typical question you get. I don't think it's highly likely that uh, he would uh, do something like that. Um, uh, and as is I he essential to the business when you look at it as a business? If if he if he you know if he were no no longer there to be a CEO, would you be uh, like the company? That, that would concern us. It'd be like saying, "Hey, Bob Iger's you know kind of he's leaving Disney. How do you feel about that?" So yeah, absence uh, you know would be an issue. Uh, you know, how do you feel about uh, it? Apple, someone like Steve Jobs. You know, um, that was an, an issue, too, with, with the health issues that, that he had. But, well, yeah, so that would matter to us. That was a buy, then, as it turns out. Um, you know, I think that it may create an opportunity, but it would be a concern for us, given the persona that, that he's had at Facebook, yes. Yeah. There's a great story by Bloomberg Business Week. It was the cover, and it actually looked into kind of what Facebook is going because it's interesting. He's, you know, hired a pollster. He's hired right. um, people connected with political campaigns um, from President Obama and Hillary Clinton, and he has gone on kind of this national listening tour. Would it be an outright sell if, if all of a sudden you heard Mark Zuckerberg uh, saying he's running for president? Yeah, you know, I'm going to stick to the fundamentals, valuations, and technicals on it, and uh, it would be a concern if management, if he were to back away from it. Uh, but, you know, the, the way we look at the stock right now, uh, it certainly has outperformed in a big way, and valuation is uh, far higher than it was six months ago, and there are other issues out there like this one, um, like what about Russia and whatnot, mm -hmm. that I think has shifted sentiment, and it would be, from a sentiment standpoint, a concern for us, yes. All right. We're going to leave it on that note. Jeff Crumpleman, he's Chief Investment Officer at Riverpoint Capital Management, on the phone from Cincinnati. Shares of Facebook, by the way, they're up 47% so far in 2017. As for today's trade, uh, you're seeing that stock down about three quarters of a percent, down $1.32, trading at $169.56. That on a day when we're seeing the overall market uh, moving higher. You are listening to Bloomberg Markets, Carol Master, Corey Johnson, and this is Bloomberg Radio.